they will quickly cover in Shara Lochav and Minhag about the tefillin. First of all, you must have noticed that we try to get larger tefillin, as opposed to some other have the tefillin smaller. So this is actually based on the Goinim, who say that their tefillin should be at least two fingers by two fingers. And others explain that that size is talking about the titura, that would mean the bottom side, the largest part of the tefillin, not about the bias itself. But the primi godim, the Rebbe brings down, explains that it's actually talking about the bottom. And that is also the uh, simple meaning of the rush and the, the tur, that we're talking about the bottom. Also, the Rebbe quotes in another letter, when you look into the Shulchan Aruch of the Alter Rebbe, you'll also see the language over there that he's specifically talking about the batim, that even the batim themselves should be two by two. And the Rebbe says that uh, the normal size of two by two is talking about the size of the gudel, that's talking about the thumb, the thickness of the thumb, two times the thickness of the thumb, that's the size of the tefillin. The Rebbe also brings down in another letter that uh, the height should equal the width, the square, so basically it should be a square box. So it should all be two by two by two by, in, uh, basically, uh, minimally, two by two. The Rebbe says this is the minhag. Uh, it's also mentioned in Tanya to have this shear. Uh, the Rebbe also brings down, as far as some people write uh, the lines in the tefillin, somebody wrote to the Rebbe that they write six lines in the tefillin. Six lines is something which is unusual. Normally when you write the Shema, you have seven lines in the tefillin. So the guy asked the Rebbe, what, is the, what should he do and the minute of the Svardim about this? And the Rebbe brings out a very interesting point over here with regards to customs. He says sometimes customs are based on a reason why people do such because they keep up their tradition from their parents. So of course those are traditions that have to be uh, kept respected and one should not try to change somebody else's tradition. They should follow the tradition of their parents. <clears throat> Only if the other people, if they themselves want to change, that's a different story, but you shouldn't change anything that somebody else is doing. On the other hand, the second category is a category where there's no meneg. It's not that they have a tradition. The tradition is not to have a tradition. So it's just everybody does basically whatever they, the way, the way they want to do it. In those cases, of course, we should try to encourage the proper custom, which is be the custom of seven. The Rebbe takes issue. Six lines in tefillin is very problematic. How long should the ritzuis of the tefillin be? So some places it's brought down until the belly button. Some places it's brought down up till the mila. And uh, the Rebbe says from the fact that it says in the Shulchan Aruch that it's brought down uh, that it shouldn't be dragging on the floor uh, in the Priyetz Chaim it says you should see to it that the tefillin should not drag on the floor that seems to imply that the tefillin should be even larger than the Mila should go down even further so that you make sure they don't drag on the floor and the, finally there was a question asked to the Rebbe that had a yeshiva boy who was uh, writing tefillin he was a cipher but he didn't have a beard. So uh, what do we do with such a kind of a uh, scribe? So the Rebbe says that we know how important it is, especially according to the Zoyar, how important it is the one growing a beard. Especially 
when you're talking about somebody who's a yeshiva person, one who is occupied in making tefillin, that means that he is occupied in doing very holy, the holiest kind of work. As the Chachamim say, that the entire Torah has been equated to tefillin. And 21 times you have the holy name of Hashem mentioned in the tefillin. So when all of those who uh, put on the tefillin during, uh, during this time are hinged upon the Yerushalayim of that writer. The Rebbe doesn't say, but from the fact that the Rebbe point doesn't, the Rebbe doesn't say clearly in this letter, the way it's quoted here, doesn't say not to use him, but it's understood that you require very much that the one who writes it should be a great Yerushalayim and somebody who has a great respect even more than you need for other things. Uh, that would be a requirement for one who's occupied in making tefillin.